Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to March. It's March 2nd, 2020. It is Monday morning, the start of the first week of this month, and what a new, refreshing beginning. Spring is coming. A lot of crazies going on in our world, as usual. It's been that way throughout history. Nothing new, but circumstances for our time. So how do we deal with life in the best way that we can at any given time? Because there's something that lives in us that when we are not waiting for the day to change, or when we are not waiting for the day for everything to fix itself so that we'll be okay, we'll actually start living today and taking that deep breath and saying, wow, I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be. Instead of once I get this done, once I take care of this, once I fix this, then I'll be okay. Because we all know by now that can literally hijack your lifetime. And until the buck stops here where something happens that forces us to be in the moment and pay attention to what's in the moment and put aside all the thoughts and actions that are taking us somewhere we're going but we kind of never get there. And then we start to say, wow, why did I spend all of my time chasing that? I missed my kids growing up. I missed enjoying my job. I missed opportunities I could have taken because I didn't give myself the time to think about what happened every day because I was too busy worrying about what's going to happen in a year or two years or three years. And that kind of, in a weird way, kept me going. So how do we renew? How do we take what we know and give it new meaning in our life? How do we give our life a different perspective without feeling like we just changed ourselves so much that we just revert back to our old habits? How do we regroup or reprioritize, renew the thoughts that we listen to every single day? And I, of course, I ask Christ all the time. And I'm going to tell you earlier on in the show what he said, because he just said it, and I love it so much. And he said, think in self-care. See, we we think self-care is, I'll do this, I'll do that. Okay, I've taken care of myself. Look, I have evidence. I've done this, I've done that. But before you even get there, how do we think in self-care? Well, he gave me a filter question. And the filter question, and I love filter questions because it's one question that we can throw onto a thought and weed it out. And it is, where will my action lead me? 
So whatever it is you're doing right now, today, where will today, right, right, right now, you're listening to this show, you're coming here for a reason, where do you believe it will lead you? I can probably answer that question by saying, by waking up every morning and talking about something positive in life, period, is a, is a great way to start my day. It paces my day in me looking for positive in everything I do. And people say, well, that's so Pollyanna. I've been called that before. And then I say, who's the one that's kind of happier right now? Believing in our best or in a solution that somebody else may tell you is impossible, but then because you believe it, it actually works? Pollyanna? And my English isn't that great. When the first time someone called me that, I had to go look it up. And when I did, I was like, that's not cool. Why did someone say that to me? Think about other people's points of view. Putting down your points of view and then you accepting their point of view as being better than yours. Because I found myself around that person trying not to act Pollyanna, even though I never knew what that meant, and I was fine just without that word. So really think about what we accept and why we accept someone else's flippant opinion that they may forget they even said and run your life by it. How do we do this whole self-renewal thing? Where will my actions that I have today lead me? And there's like these simple things we do. One of them, the first one, is to exercise. Just to get moving. And the reason exercise is number one isn't because you need a calendar worth body. It shakes up your energy. It moves things around. It gives you a chance to think about something other than the things we think about, because while we're exercising, it's hard to think about negative things. I know it sounds funny to say that, but it's true, because your brain and your mind and your body knows you are taking care of yourself right now. So the the truth behind exercise isn't the exercise alone. It is the movement of energy. It is the shaking up of everything that's just sitting there doing the same thing all day long. If you find that your thoughts, and I do this so I can tell you that it works, and sometimes when I tell my son or my daughter to do it, they look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, don't knock it until you've tried it. But if you're sitting there and you feel frustrated, you're starting to feel anxious, 
you are starting to think of things that aren't really productive, you start worrying, you start fearing things, get up and do. I'll tell you 25. I do 50, but it's because I do it all the time. Do 25 jumping jacks. And don't stop until you get to 25. And sometimes while you're doing it, the things that just felt so big shrink in nature. And you're like, sometimes you'll even laugh at yourself like, what the heck was I thinking that for? Oh, my God. Where did that come from? And it helps you differentiate your energy from the energy that's coming in. 25 jumping jacks. The other thing, get enough sleep and drink enough water. When we are not hydrated, we tend to like pale in comparison in thoughts than when we are hydrated and we have slept. So how do you sleep more? I'm going to tell you because I tried this as well. I used to want to stay awake until everyone in the house was asleep because that's when I got my quiet time. What I didn't realize was I could have quiet time with everybody in the house. Otherwise, I'm staying awake till after everyone does. Then I wake up before them. And when am I sleeping? Because that lack of sleep that I was getting was hurting me more than the quiet time I was waiting for because I did not know how to make quiet time in a busy world. But I had to learn to do that by creating a space that I would say, hey, when I'm working and my door is closed on my office, don't come in. When I'm done working, I will come out. If you need something, just text me and I'll text you back because if you come into my office and I stop what I'm doing and I talk to you, you're going to leave and it's going to take me another 10 to 15 minutes to get reacclimated to what I was doing. So I started to create a space for myself that I needed And as a result of me feeling like I had time during the day, I wanted to do one thing, and I I tried it, and it actually works. We tend to get sleepy. We start yawning naturally between 8 and 10 o'clock at night, depending on when you woke up. If you go to bed... At that time, I know people love their late nights. I get that whole thing. But if you go to bed when you start yawning, you'll go to sleep. And you will wake up in the morning and not know what's different. And yet what's different is that your body woke up when it was ready to wake up. And that's telling you you had enough sleep. Some people can't wake up in the morning because they just didn't get enough sleep and their body isn't ready and we force it to be ready 
and it has to work twice as hard to be awake? But sleep is just as important as our awake time. A lot happens when we sleep. Our body repairs. Our cells and our organs renew. It does a lot of work in the time that we are asleep. It builds our immunity. It builds a lot of things because when something is ready, it's like a baby. It's, it, you're pregnant for a certain amount of time so that baby can be healthy. Can it be born earlier? Yes. Can it survive being born earlier? Yes, but not without a lot of help. And it's the same thing for us in terms of thoughts of how this works. So now we did exercise, which sounds like we need to exercise because of our bodies, but really our exercise cleans up our mind. Because once you start empowering yourself, once you start doing things that shake up your energy, challenge your thoughts, you give yourself a good foundation by drinking enough water and sleeping enough, the same things that mess with your day and hijack your thoughts and make you feel bad and get you mad will not have the same effect on you, will not have the same power over you. The other thing for self-renewal, and I know this one's going to sound funny, but socialize. When you talk to others, you start to feel the power of numbers from one to two, and sometimes from one to three if there's a couple of people in the group. But when we socialize, Our brain says, oh, wow, there's good in the world. Wow, these people are thinking that. That makes me feel good. I'm not alone feeling like the whole world is is just falling apart and nobody's okay in it. You see more okay than you see destruction. And that's so important for our brain to see that joy in life, to bring that joy to a place where it is alive. The other one is to avoid negative people. They will become positive over time, hopefully, but that's their job. But if you sit around people who are doom and gloom all day long, no matter what you say, they fight you, they question. Not that we shouldn't be questioned and fought, but there's a healthy way to do that. And there's a way that brings both people down because the person who's doing it is going to fight any answer you give them. You could tell them whatever you want to tell them, and they're going to shoot back something so off the wall, you don't even know what to do with it. And my question is, in you, accept negative Nellies. Why? The, the precious time that your life has to live, Would you purposely pollute your day 
by not moving around your energy, not sleeping enough, not drinking enough water, not socializing, but yet paying attention to something negative, on top of all of that, So if you ever ask yourself why you respond to negative people, it's because you haven't taken care of yourself and you believe that's all you deserve in some way, in some deep way. Like, you know, I can can handle that because I'm already in that space. Moving our energy around. Letting it bounce. The more we do for ourselves, the better we feel around ourselves, which starts to filter out what we allow instead of thinking, this happened to me, and that happened to me, and then that happened to me. When you have an outlook that looks at life as something new, as something you're going through, that it is streamlined, that you have a feeling that you can take care of yourself, that you clean out that mental and emotional clutter that wants to stay in this messy room, and you start to streamline that. The power of that helps you see stuff that also doesn't work because now you're seeing what does work. And so if something comes up and it's really negative or it's, it's not yours, It might be great, but it's not yours. You will know. You will know. And you don't wallow in in self-pity every time something doesn't work out, but you've done nothing for you to work out. Think about that. So every morning and every night, before you go to bed, a minute to set your intentions. Feed your mind with what you desire most. These are things that are important to me. This is why I want to give it my life's time. This is how I want to approach it. This is how I want to do it. I want to take this angle that kind of has some playfulness to it. I want to assess and see if the signs that I'm getting back are the ones I should take. I want to do my best. When you say stuff like that to your brain, that is what your brain will work on. If you go to bed and say, I can't believe so-and-so said that to me. That wasn't right. That was mean. Why would they say that to me? Why would they try to hurt my feelings? How do you set an intention on that? So you say, whatever so-and-so said to me, that was them and theirs. The fact that they came and gave that to me, I have the right to reject that. I don't want that. That's not how I think. So I don't even want to deal with that because now I'm going to engage in something that, what's the filter question? Where will my action lead me? 
It will lead me to being frustrated. It will lead me to thinking that people are negative. It will lead me to taking away a few hours of my day and setting a pace to my day that I don't want. So should I allow that person's sentence, that person's thought that they're still carrying wherever they are right now, with or without me, to hijack my mind's progress? I want to feel better in my life. So why should I accept somebody else's flippant comment and adopt it as my own? You think about that. There's so many things that we can build in a mind and a body and a soul balance type behavior where we balance ourselves. But setting our intentions and going through the filter question, where will my actions lead me? will tell you everything about that question of why do I do this? To answer your question, where will my actions lead me, is a self-accounting. Think if someone had the opportunity, because I, I always bring this example up, but it just it just broke my heart to hear the person tell me this about taking money from a company. Let's say prior to doing it and then coming to see me and already being found out, already embarrassed in front of the family, already lost the job. Where will my actions lead me? Imagine having that question on the front end. Or if somebody is attracted to somebody and they're in a relationship, where will my action lead me? Is that really where I want to be? Do I want to set myself up for that? Because that's what I'm doing. Where will my actions lead me? Setting your intention and asking yourself questions. Let's say you want to go back to school or You want to take a painting class or you want to learn to dance. Where will that action lead you? And then you say, to joy, to peace, to fun, to understanding I can still learn. That I'm feeding my mind, I'm feeding my soul. There was something that I read about cultivating our mind and body and soul balance. And one of the things it said in it was to avoid sitting for extended periods of time. Saw that at the time. I thought, yeah, you know, people sit in offices for a long time. When we sit for a long time every single day, we don't move very well. Because our bodies were not designed to sit that long. And so people started bringing gym shoes to work. Women didn't feel like they had to wear heels. And people started walking at lunch. Some people got standing desks. 
where they stand and they actually like walk on a treadmill and work on their computer and whatever it took. Because whether they realize it on a conscious level or not, moving, exercising, you can just call it moving, just flat out moving, switched up our energy. And it made us more positive ourselves. Not, forget anyone else because we can't give people what we don't have. But towards ourselves. Awareness of the possibilities of self-care are the simplest things we do every day. Eat well, sleep well, and move well. And everything else will feel like you can do it. It's like you have this foundation is a routine that gives you the legs to walk through anything else that shows up at your door. Because you will know and recognize that whatever it is that showed up at your door, that that's just today. And I can do that, and I can take it, and this is how I will take care of it. And sometimes we get bigger issues, like a, a big family issue, or we have a big issue with ourselves, or we have a big decision to make. And all we have to do, and all we need to expect from ourselves today is to give it thought, think about it, step away from it so we can see it, and then come back to it. When I say at times there's an issue with someone, give it silence first so you know what the heck you want to say back to someone. Everyone wants to do everything right now, here, today, this minute. And things aren't solved that way. They're they're solved with us paying attention to our behavior in them. Most of the time, we we throw up the behavior, and then we think about it and say, God, I really wish I didn't say that. Holy cow, how do I walk back from that? How do I repack that into my brain and wish nobody heard it? But when you take care of yourself, you're not a Mack truck in an argument. You don't need to come in and roll over anybody because you already know Where will my actions lead me? I I remember when I first got on social media and people would write things and I'd read them and go, what? Like literally just what? And this has been going on for what? Since 2009, so 11 years. And then now I just say, wow, okay. That's somebody's point of view. Doesn't need to be my own. And then I realize that with or without me, people are pretty consistent. And it taught me that. Whether I participated or not, it was going to happen. If I died tomorrow, today it will still happen just to someone else that they can banter with or that they can enjoy. So I never gave myself so much credit for, wow, I just sure told them. Instead, I just think things like, 
March 3rd. I can't wait. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.